Next on PIJN News, Dr. Chaps reports on these important issues. An American evangelist is arrested for preaching the gospel on a sidewalk in Britain. The government cannot yet force vaccines on Christian healthcare workers. That's going to court. And Rebecca Spradlin is on a mission for Jesus. Former Navy Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt took a stand to defend religious freedom by daring to pray publicly in Jesus' name. Now he helps you by reporting the news, discerning the spirits, and praying the scriptures. Would you pray with us? Here's Dr. Chaps. God bless you in Jesus' name. My name is Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt, Dr. Chaps, and you're watching PIJN News. On this show, we'd like to do three things. We report the news, we discern the spirits, and we pray the scriptures in Jesus' name. Are you ready to pray the news with us? Here's our first story. An American evangelist has been arrested for preaching the gospel on a public sidewalk in Britain. Christian Post reports that after facing arrest and detention for preaching that homosexuality is a sin on a public sidewalk in Britain, an American evangelist is now warning that things are getting very bad in the UK and other Western countries, suggesting that the situation against free speech has deteriorated to the point where those countries are becoming communist and anti-Christian. Ryan Shivo, who describes himself as an evangelist and missionary, was arrested in London on July 22nd for preaching that homosexuality is a sin, which apparently offended some people who were passing by. And although Shivo is an American, he spends a considerable amount of time in London and frequently ministers to British youth and others gathering in the public square. In an interview with the Christian Post, Ryan Shivo recounted the events leading up to his arrest and warned about its implications for free speech and freedom of religion, not only in the UK, but in Western civilization as a whole. He said the following, quote, I was preaching the gospel on the streets as I frequently do, but it was about a 30 minute message and in the course of a long message, I can touch on many topics that I believe are pertinent. At one point, I talked about the issue of homosexuality and transgenderism. I said that homosexuality is a sin. I talk about how it's destructive and the damage of the transgender agenda doing to children. And right now in the schools, because it's push, being pushed on children at a very young age here, end quote. As documented in the video of his arrest, Chivo was detained for purportedly violating section 4A of the Public Order Act, which bans Christians from preaching or causing intentional harassment, alarm, or distress. The law declares the following, quote, a person is guilty of an offense if, with the intent to cause a person harassment, alarm, or distress, he A, uses threatening, abusive, or insulting words of behavior, or disorderly behavior, or B, displays any writing, sign, or other visible representation which is threatening, abusive, or insulting, end quote. So insulting speech is obviously in the mind of the person who feels insulted, so you're hurting their feelings, that's against the law. As Metropolitan Police officers moved in to arrest him, Shiva declared the following, quote, it is an honor to suffer for Jesus Christ. 
God is going to judge this country so severely because of its embrace of the LGBT ideology. This is because I am a Christian. This, that is why this is happening, end quote. And that's the news, or thanks to Christian Post for that report. Uh, Ryan Shivo, sir, we discern upon you the spirit of God, the spirit of evangelism, the spirit of the gospel. Preaching against sin on a public sidewalk should certainly be legal and is, is totally protected here in America. We have the First Amendment. In Britain, they have actually a government religion. They don't have the First Amendment. Instead, they have Christianity is the official religion of England. The queen is the head of the church of England and, and she worships Jesus Christ. And so the crown itself should be promoting the same gospel that Ryan Shivo is preaching. Instead, they're persecuting it. They have something stronger than the First Amendment. They have Christianity in London, but not on that street corner and not today. Here's what the Bible says in John 15. Jesus says, if I had not done among them the works that no one else did, they would have no sin, but now they have seen and hated both me and my father. This is happening that the word might be fulfilled that is written in their law, they hated me without a cause. Ryan Shivo, they hate Jesus without a cause, and now they hate you for telling the truth. Let's pray about this. Father in heaven, we pray in Jesus' name that you would vindicate Ryan Shivo and restore freedom to preach the gospel in England, that the crown herself would repent of persecuting Christians and punishing the gospel and would instead return to Jesus whom she proclaims. Father, give even the beloved queen her senses to return to Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's take a short break. Uh, when we come back, the government cannot force vaccines on Christian healthcare workers. Giving you a megaphone in Washington, D.C. Dr. Chaps will be right back. If you've been following the LGBTQ agenda, there is now a radical program to take away freedom from Christians like you. In fact, they're trying to pass an unconstitutional law now. It's misnamed as the Equality Act, but it's really inequality for Christians. And it punishes people like Jack Phillips, the baker who didn't wanna participate in gay weddings and florists and photographers. It also forces co-ed bathrooms on every business owner in America. You could lose your business if you don't let men into the ladies' restroom. It violates the privacy and safety of women, forces women to compete with men in their own sporting events. And finally, there are no religious exemptions. Even your church will be vulnerable. We want you to sign a petition against this today at PrayInJesusName.org. Click on PrayInJesusName.org. There's a row of petitions there. Look for the one called Equality. We will send it to Congress. Sign up today. Today we are remembering to pray for and commemorate our 45th president, Donald J. Trump, who was, in our generation, perhaps the most pro-life, pro-family, pro-Israel, and pro-America president of our time. To remember him and honor him, we've issued these brand new golden commemorative coins. They have Donald Trump right in the cover and it says, in God we trust, to remind you to pray for our 45th president. For a suggested donation of $45 to our ministry, we'll remember and send you this 45th president coin. And not just that, we're gonna throw in a copy of my book, How to Liberate the World, 
with the Christian Activist DVD. So you get all three. You have a coin to remember to pray and then to learn how to be an effective Christian activist. You get the book and the DVD and then to show the world your Christian faith, we're gonna add this window decal. It says, I pray for religious freedom. So you can remember to pray, learn, and show the world that you stand with us at Pray In Jesus Name. Please donate today when you visit our website, PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org. Click on the bookstore button at the top and you see all four items for a suggested donation of $45. Or call us right now at 866-Obey-God. Get yours today. Defending your religious freedom. Here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps. Our next story comes from Liberty Council, who reports that there is a lawsuit going on in Maine to protect Christians, especially one particular nurse who was fired for not getting the vaccine. Does she have a religious exemption? Not so fast, says a judge to the governor of Maine who backed up the firing of the nurse, but now the judge is having an expedited legal hearing on the matter. Liberty Council fired a lawsuit in the US District Court of Maine on behalf of more than 2,000 healthcare workers who were suing Governor Janet Mills and also health officials at the Maine Department of HHS Health and Human Services. The Maine Center for Disease Control and Prevention and five of Maine's largest hospital systems are also subject to litigation regarding the state's attempt to ignore federal law which requires that religious exemptions must be allowed and accommodated if healthcare workers don't wanna get an unlawful COVID vaccine mandate. Judge John Levy held a short hearing and said he will expedite the case for a status conference next Tuesday, at which time he will set preliminary injunction hearing in early September in advance of an upcoming deadline, September 17th, requiring the Johnson and Johnson injections for all healthcare workers, even Christians who object. Liberty Council was made aware of one nurse who was fired from Northern Light last week. She was terminated after submitting her religious exemption request. She just requested a religious exemption. That's all she did. She didn't protest, she didn't make a statement. In fact, the lawyers themselves are just learning about this. Northern Light told this Christian nurse in Maine that only medical exemptions are permitted, not religious exemptions. Well, that violates federal law, which allows for religious exemptions. The employer, like other defendants, at the direction of the governor of Maine, Janet Mills, is operating as though the federal employment law, Title VII, does not exist. This same nurse immediately applied for another healthcare facility and was told this facility would love to hire her. So she's clearly qualified to do the job. However, she told the facility that receiving state funding is contingent upon her abiding by Governor Mills' order, which does not permit religious exemptions. Now the funding can't go to the hospitals unless they fire the Christians. One of the plaintiffs in the lawsuit is a dentist office that is being told by Governor Mills employees must be terminated if they don't get COVID shots. The dentist office doesn't even want to fire their employees, but they're even forced to. They'll lose all access to Medicare, Medicaid payments, if they grant religious exemptions. Some of the employees do have legitimate 
religious exemption needs. On behalf of the dentist and his office, Liberty Council argues that Governor Mills and the state defendants are violating the First Amendment free exercise of religion. Governor Mills and state officials explicitly and illegally claim that federal law does not apply to them or to healthcare workers in Maine, and therefore they have no protections or considerations to be given to their religious beliefs. All healthcare workers have been ordered. They must get the COVID-19 injections by October 1st of this year. And Governor Mills has threatened to revoke the licenses of all healthcare employees who fail that mandate and that all employees must get the injections. In general, employee vaccine religious exemption requests must be accommodated under federal law where a reasonable accommodation exists without undue hardship to the employer under Title VII of the Civil Rights Act of 1964. And that's the news, our thanks to Liberty Council for that report. Now, just a little bit of history here, okay? Um, there are three major denominations that have historically, this, is, this has nothing to do with COVID, but historically, three major religious views have objected to getting any kind of vaccination. That is, the Christian scientists, that's a legitimate denomination in America. The Dutch Reformed Church has always objected to getting vaccines, voluntary or involuntary, they don't want them, it's a religious requirement. And Muslims, did you know Islam forbids vaccinations. That's why you see the Taliban uh, all upset and, and part of their propaganda is we gotta kick out the Americans because they're gonna force us to get vaccinated. The, these are legitimate religious viewpoints, whether you agree or not. Listen, I'm a Christian and, and I have no conscientious objection to getting a vaccine, right? But there are legitimate people who do. And as long as federal law and the First Amendment allow freedom of religion, they should allow freedom of conscience. The Bible says this in 1 Timothy 1. Now the purpose of the commandment is love from a pure heart, from a good conscience, and from a sincere faith. Let's pray for these nurses, would you pray with me? Father in heaven, we pray in Jesus' name for the healthcare workers of Maine that they would be given religious freedom. We pray that they would prevail in their case and not be forced by the government it ought to be a personal choice. We're not pro-vax, we're not anti-vax, but we are for freedom. We pray their freedom is respected in Jesus' name, amen. Let's take a short break. When we come back, we have an interview with Rebecca Spradlin. This is PIJN News, defending your religious freedom. Dr. Chaps will be right back. Hi, I'm Dr. Chaps. I wanna introduce my friend, Mike Lindell, who wants to help support our ministry and the work of PIJN News. Uh, Mike, what do you think? Well, I think everybody out there, y'all need to get behind Pray In Jesus Name's ministry. Dr. Chaps here, but this great ministry needs your support and you can, you should donate to it. You can also use your promo code PRAYNEWS and anything you're getting from my pillow with big discounts, a lot of those proceeds are coming right back. I'm gonna put them right back into this into your amazing charity and show. 15 years ago, I invented my pillow. It took me two years to develop because I wanted to have everything you would ever want in a pillow. 
I made sure that you could adjust my patented fill so you could have the exact support you need as an individual regardless of your sleep position. I also wanted a pillow that would last, so I made my pillow machine washable and dryable. I back my pillow with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. I'm interrupting this commercial right now. Retailers have canceled my pillow, and to thank you for your support, I'm going to pass the savings directly on to you. For example, you get my six-piece towel sets, regular $109.99, now only $44.98, or my pillow dog beds for as low as $19.99 with your promo code. I used to think that sheets were just sheets. I got the Giza Dream sheets. They are the most comfortable sheets I've ever had. The MyPillow topper for the first time has enabled me to have a cool night's sleep. I'm able to go to bed and just get rest. That's three inches of wonderful that's in the MyPillow mattress topper. It's just like a firm cloud. MyPillow helps me get a good night's sleep so I can do my job in the morning. Go to MyPillow.com to get deep discounts, not just on my pillows, but so much more. For example, you get my six-piece towel sets, regular $109.99, now only $44.98. Or my pillow dog beds for as low as $19.99 with your promo code. Defending your religious freedom, here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back. I'm Dr. Chaps, joined in studio with a management consultant of sorts to Christian businesses and Christian leaders to help them stay on mission. OnMissionAdvisors.com is the website for Becca Spradlin. Becca, welcome to the program. How are you today? Thank you. I'm doing so well. Good to be with you. So I'm excited because in a previous life when I was in the Air Force, I was a management consultant. I actually consulted for star generals, uh, three and four star generals on how to stay on mission. And, and now I'm doing a different thing and I probably have mission creep or mission drift, <laughs> right? Tell me, tell me how you got started in this. You know, it's really the Lord's leading. I was working at a rating agency outside of the D.C. area when God in his divine sense of humor moves my husband and I to rural central Pennsylvania, Lancaster, to work at an organization called Hope International. And shortly after I joined, the CEO there published a book called Mission Drift. So given my background in ratings, I was asked to create assessments to use internally to avoid mission drift, to identify where it's happening within the ministry so that we could avoid it. Okay, so the boss of this nonprofit hires you to do internal consulting, and eventually that turned into your own business. You're right, yes, because organizations started hearing about it, and they were really interested. Could you come and do an assessment for us, a workshop for us? We, we realize mission drift happens in the Christian space, and we don't want to be part of that. What does that mean, mission drift? I, I think I have an idea, but explain. Great question, because it can mean a lot of different things. We can all drift from something, but specifically what I like to focus on is Christian-motivated leaders trying to apply their faith in their businesses, Christian-led nonprofits, Bible-believing nonprofits. How do they preserve, protect, and advance the centrality of Christ in their work and not be tempted to drift from that with different pressures that they might face. The centrality of Christ in their work. Yes. You know, I, I run a Christian nonprofit. We're doing well. We're growing. Um, but I feel tugged in all kinds of directions because once you get to be the CEO and you have a budget, there's all kinds of people pulling at your coattails, right? They, they're like, bring me over here or move your organization over or, or hire me to do this. And I'm like, no, no, I got to stay on mission. Right. How do I define what that is for my organization? 
Yeah, I think some of the critical things uh, I encourage organizations to do is three strategies. Define it, protect, and champion your mission. So defining, we need to know what the mission is and really make sure everyone is aligned, especially your new hires, people coming in, your future leaders. They need to know what it is. But I think it's also really helpful to take the step of defining what drift looks like. This is the center of what we do and who we are and how we want to do it. If we start operating outside of here, we're now doing things that might not help us get to that goal to accomplish the mission. Well, that's good. If you can define the mission, sometimes you have to have a strategic plan. Mm -hmm. You have to write a mission statement, oh, a, yeah. a vision oh, yeah. statement. What do you want to look like in five or 20 years? Uh, key goals and objectives, measurable outcomes. Mm -hmm. Uh, I've earned my MBA. Can you tell I've, I've studied some of these things? Well, but, <laughs> but, but how do you bring the, the other leaders, maybe, maybe you've spent a few hours with the CEO and you got an idea, mm. how do you coach an organization or facilitate that kind of planning? Oh yeah, I think to really get mission alignment, the key there is communication and ongoing rhythms. So something I encourage is to have the conversation. How do we define drift with your board, with your senior leadership team, and with your staff? Because each one has a different perspective on your organization. And when you find misalignment, as you inevitably will, it raises transparency for you to do something about it. So I think having the conversation in a structured way is really probably the first step. How do you know when to I'm going to use some common vernacular here. Trim the fat, or or, mm. or cut a cut a drift, cut loose the driftwood, you know, so that you can have an oak in the middle that's focused and growing up. Absolutely. Well, I'd say the a first step is to make sure your hiring press processes are really tight. Hiring at the staff level, but really also at the board level. How are you onboarding and recruiting new board members? Because they're the guardians of your mission. So you really want to hire slow and fire fast. So you really need to have conversations around, once you have clarity on your mission, vision, values, and what drift is and is not, then you can start making decisions about what you do when you're faced with misalignment. Hire slow, get the right people on board, and then yes. fire them fast if they're, if they're off target. Or maybe you have to cut a department sometimes, or you have to mm. you know, shift a budget sometimes, or get your treasurer and your board members on, on the right page so the CEO is spending the money as directed. Absolutely, yeah. And I think as Christians, change management as a discipline and a practice is one we should be really good at. Because we can, change management can reinforce our testimony as believers or it can detract from it. So when you're finding yourself in a situation like cutting a department or letting a staff member go, really strong change management practices around that that reinforce the Christian testimony that you want your organization to have. And ultimately being more efficient at your mission will attract donors because I haven't met a, 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 a big donor yet who wants to give to a, a sloppy organization. They want something that's gonna punch and make a difference. Yeah, and excellence should be a hallmark of the way we're working as believers because we're working unto the Lord, right? Amen, amen. Yeah. So we need to do things excellently, and I think by defining drift, what it is and what it is not, helps us to focus, which is strategic, and something we need to do. So I'm gonna assume that you're kind of a gun for hire. If, if some nonprofit wanted to bring you in for a consult, they could find you through your, mission, your website, onmissionadvisors.com. Becca, would you lead us in a word of prayer just for effective leaders in, in different ministries? My pleasure. 
Heavenly Father, we come before you because of who you are, because you hear us, Lord. We thank you for that, that you loved us so much. You sent your son to die for us and that you hear us each day, Lord. I just lift up uh, the work of uh, all the listeners, the labor of their hands, Lord, and I pray that they would be steadfast and movable and always abounding in the work of the Lord because they know that in you, their labor is not in vain, Lord. We thank you for hearing us, God. In your name, amen. Amen. All right, our guest has been Becca Spradlin on missionadvisors.com. Let me give you a pitch about why our charity, right, Pray in Jesus Name Ministries might be one of the most efficient and effective places for your donations, right? We do three things here. We pray every day in millions of TV homes. We feed orphans and children in some of the poorest places of the world where their, their parents and Christians are persecuted. And we defend religious freedom. How do we do that? We send petitions to God and to government. Please sign one of those petitions today at PrayInJesusName.org and please donate and maybe consider leaving a legacy gift to Pray In Jesus Name Ministries. Help us bring you and, and change the world with these kind of TV programs. Our website again, PrayInJesusName.org. Call us if you want prayer at 866-Obey-God. We'll see you next time. Dr. Chaps will be right back with more PIJN News. You know, I've been doing a lot of praying and for years I've been teaching about the baptism in the Holy Spirit. Now, what really happened on the day of Pentecost in Acts chapter two? Why did the disciples receive the power from God to do Christian ministry? And how can you experience the baptism in the Holy Spirit for your own power ministry? This is a five part teaching newly available. We just put this out. Part one is the baptism in the Holy Spirit, how to receive the power of God in your life. Then we go into part two, the gifts, the power gifts of the Holy Spirit. Part three is every instance we could find of speaking in tongues throughout church history. It's not an old gift, it's for you today. And also we have interviews with Charles Johnson and Lana Heitley. I wanna encourage you to get this product when you visit our, our website, PrayInJesusName.org. Click on the online bookstore at the top of the page, PrayInJesusName.org available for a suggested donation of $30. Or you can call us at 866-Obey-God. Again, that's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. This is a topic that uh, in the last century was responsible for up to 800 million Christians around the world experiencing the gift of tongues in their own private prayer life. How can you have powerful intercession in your prayer life with God? This will energize you as a Christian and it's all Bible-based. This is real step-by-step -step instruction through the scriptures. We want you to have the baptism in the Holy Spirit. Before you even uh, begin to experience that, it might be important if you learn what the Bible says about that gift. Again, yours today for a do suggested donation of $30. Get this product today at PrayInJesusName.org. Operators standing by at 866-Obey-God. empowering you, the grassroots activist. Here is Dr. Chaps. Thank you for watching and thank you for donating when you visit PrayInJesusName.org. We need your donations to stay on the air. Please donate when you visit PrayInJesusName.org. The Bible says this in Proverbs 22, the generous will themselves be blessed for they share their food with the poor.
If you need prayer today, pick up the phone and call us. It's toll free at 866-Obey-God. We'll see you next time. Dr. Chaps needs your financial support to stay on the air. Would you please send your best financial donation today? Please visit PrayInJesusName.org to donate online. Or you can mail a check to Pray In Jesus Name Ministries, Post Office Box 77077, Colorado Springs, Colorado 80970. You can also call us toll free right now, 866-Obey-God. That's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Please sign up for our free emails at PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org.